that countdown. Five, four, you better strap yourself in. Three, two, buckle up, motherfucker, fucker. Five. Wait, why you go back to five? It's time for the Dan Fogler for the Experience Podcast. Everybody just pull up the rubbery. Hey, you guys bringing those bags over here for me? Chachity pooch pooch and schmoochity smatch match. You guys said that, that has all the gifts in it. I guess they're bringing it over. All right, cool. Well, here the hell we are. You haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> all right, we're recording. We're up. Okay, it's the Dan Fogler 40 Experience Podcast. San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up. Oh, look at me. I have a jacket half on. I have a, I'm a wreck right now, man. This has been nonstop. Nonstop. Has it been nonstop for everybody here? Oh, yeah. oh, good, man. Thank you all for coming out. We have a, is it not working? You guys, can you guys hear me out there? Kinda? All right, Bert. <laughs> well, the, fuck. <laughs> there's, uh, there's children here, so I'm not going to curse that much. But uh, if you happen upon the other movies that I'm in, I'm most likely going to be cursing. So here's just a preview of the other movies I am in other than the Fantastic Beast franchise. All right. So, uh, hey, we got Bernie back here. Give Bernie a freaking round of applause. Okay, okay, do you know why? You you guys don't even realize. This man is the MVP of Comic-Con right here. I want a really big round of applause for Bernie here, the Geek Gatsby. If you haven't been to one of his parties at Comic-Con, or maybe you have, you didn't even realize it. The guy's like all over Comic-Con. He had, how many parties do you have, man? I I produced three and hosted four Comic-Con parties. Okay, and now he's here after all of that, and he's helping me here with my podcast. On the board here, I mean, come on, the guy is like, I mean, he's, as far as I'm concerned, to me, he's the MVP of Comic-Con, and, and, and the other thing is, is that he, he gave me, like, a dream come true. Now, at the, at the end of this uh, uh, podcast, we have until, cool, we got about an hour, we have until seven, okay, so at the end, we'll take about 20 minutes or whatever, and we'll do uh, Q&A, and, um, and I want you guys to tell me your Comic-Con experiences, uh, and, um, you, know, how, you know, if you saw something really cool and excited that you're, you want to see this year, come up here. If you have a question for me, awesome. And there's uh, anyone who asks a question uh, is going to get a gift. Uh, there's all sorts of prizes. So I know someone won the raffle here, um, but everyone who asks a question is going to get a prize, damn it. So that's worth applause, I think. Good. <laughs> All right, we also have like uh, amazing guests with us, um, and uh, I- I'm going to bring him up in a second. Um, you guys, you can't miss him. He's a uh, he's uh, he's a force of nature. Um, okay, so but first of all, where the fuck did Birdie go? Okay, hey there you go. So, excuse my language, children. The children are now fleeing. Uh, so uh, so Bernie. Um, he gave me this amazing experience. My experience that I'd like to share with you right now was I got to sing 
the, I'm still reeling from this. I'm like, pinch me from this. I got to sing the Aerosmith part with DMC, of Run DMC, live, okay, with the Flux capacitors at this uh, party that he threw at the Flux nightclub on Friday night. That's what I, I love about Comic-Con, where you can come to Comic-Con and, and suddenly you're right next to like your idol, and in, and in some cases you get to be as lucky as I'm, I am, and, and like have like a dream fulfilled, man. I don't know, what are you, what are you pointing at, brother? Okay. Yeah. Sneaky Zebra right there. Uh, Nick and Gary do amazing videos. Check them out on YouTube. And uh, appreciate you, man. Um, so, uh, I mean, Bernie's got a lockdown on Comic-Con. Check out his parties. He knows what the hell is going on. Um, he makes dreams come true. He, he, I, I, I don't know if you, if you guys know about Walk This Way, but that song for me I, was my introduction to... Um, Basically hip hop, man. I, like I loved Aerosmith, uh, and then I and I said, "Oh, Aerosmith is in this video." And then suddenly I branched out into, and then suddenly, here we are, and I'm um, years later, and I'm singing with you know one of my heroes, man. I mean, how cool is that? So at the end, someone come up and tell me your Comic Con story if you have one. I'd love to hear it. Who likes 40X, man? Do people go to 40X movies around here? Yeah, awesome. Okay, so, what'd you say? <laughs> he asked if we were going to spray water at him. Okay, so yeah, so 40X movies is they, <laughs> the seats move, okay, um, and uh, it's like a ride, you know, it's like, I love it, you go to a Star Wars movie or something like that, that's, you know, or, a, you know, Harry Potter, Fantastic Beast movie, you know, and uh, it makes you feel like you're, you move, the chair moves with the G-forces, you feel like you're in, immersed in the film. He asked about if we were going to squirt water at everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, I got you. No, this is like not a, uh, this is not like a Gallagher show, no. This is, <laughs> this is purely for your ears. But uh, 40X, they do have a, <laughs> there's a button that you can push on your seat <laughs> that allows you to either cut the water off or turn that water up, you know? <laughs> so I, when I get there, I like to tell the people in my row, please turn the water off. <laughs> like, you know, because you don't know how long the water's been sitting up there, you know, in the rafters. So I turn the water off. Well, this is cool, you know? It's like you don't get a mouthful of water, which is gnarly sometimes. However, there's wind, you know? There's like, uh, sometimes there's smoke, you know? So if you're into that kind of thing, if you like, you know, some people go to the... Uh, you know, the amusement parks, and they like roller coasters and stuff like that. This is like as close as you can get to making a ride out of the movie. So that's 40X. We're going to have tickets uh, to give away at the end if you guys want to sample that. Free tickets at the end. And there's going to be all sorts of amazing movies coming out this summer, obviously. Okay, that's the other thing, man. If you got a question about something, or not a question, like, a, you know, a story you want to share at the end about something you're so excited about that you saw during a panel, um, this Comic-Con. I know I have something that I'm really excited about. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Um, please come up and, and share it with us. Um, and uh, I, uh, how many people here is their first Comic-Con? Yeah, okay, we got a couple, uh, couple newbies here. Oh, my God, did I just grab your leg? or your, What the hell was that? Okay, so <laughs> okay, I don't know if you guys are in some of the panels here. Um, if you went to the Jay and Silent Bob panel, uh, reboot, 
Um, yes, that was me. That was me getting my, in the trailer. I was getting my head slammed into the table. <laughs> and uh, so I am in that movie, which is very exciting. Uh, you guys should check that out. And uh, uh, what I'm really excited about for all of you, um, you can, if you go back and look at the trailer uh, <laughs> and, like, pause it, um, you'll see what I'm wearing. And it's really quite an homage to uh, a character I played in Fanboys. And... Uh, so anyone who's a Fanboys fan who, who will say, oh my God, that guy is, is that Hutch or is he Hutch's cousin? Because he looks just like Hutch. You know, we're trying to put that, I'm trying to put that out into the ethos there. We really want to get a second movie going, uh, Fanboys too. So everyone just, you know, meditate on that. You know, wish on some stars for that. that get some good vibes going. It's you want a Balls of Fury too? <laughs> yeah, we get that one. Dos, dos Balls of Fury. That's what I... That, that's what I would call it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to do it before walking is gone. Um, it's getting, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, and then The Walking Dead, okay. Holy crap, did you guys see that trailer? Kind of? <laughs> you say what? What, did you hear that what happens? Holy shit, all right, well, okay, I didn't, I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, I saw. I thought I did. I didn't see that part. Uh, but uh, there's some really cool stuff that happens in the trailer. I'm very excited. I have a new weapon in it um, because uh, the first season. I don't know. If they're, are there fans of uh, The Walking Dead here? Awesome. So you're gonna be very excited to see our guest then. Uh, so uh, the first season, I had this weapon that I never got to use, man. I was like, I had a, it was an ice pick. And I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to kill a zombie's head with this ice pick, man. And I, and I would like always be very close to getting to the zombie kill. And then like, it would get snagged on a car and I would drop it and I'd have to like kick the zombie. And you know, I never got to use it. So this time they made this very special weapon for me, which I can only describe as the handle, like a tent, like a tennis like a tennis racket grip, and um, the top is like a mace that's like has all these flanges coming off of it that are made out of motorcycle parts. And I, I'm just like, holy shit! Is that the coolest weapon you ever heard in your life? I think it is. Okay, we're gonna bring on our guest. Um, you guys are gonna be very happy if you are Walking Dead fans. You guys are gonna be really happy. If you're a Shazam fan, everyone give a really big round of applause to Cooper Andrews. Yeah, man, get up here. Okay, you want to sit? I feel like we should sit or something. Or, yeah, go ahead and sit, brother. Uh, it's fine. I'll interview you. It's be like Donahue. And then I'll, <laughs> I'll, you guys even remember Donahue? I'm totally dating myself. So I'll, I'll run around to everyone and I'll do like, you know, in the audience interviews. <laughs> Brother, how the hell are you? Grab the mic for a second. Dude, I'm good. And as far as your weapon, it looks like, like part of a clock, like, like a big clock with the gears. And I like, I like looking at that. And as far as also not getting to use your weapon, I had an ax like the entire, my entire first season. And I'm lugging this like 20 pound ax everywhere. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna use this, it's gonna be awesome. And then the finale, they're like, actually you're just gonna go into battle without the ax and just a gun. And that's when I was like, I went up to the props. I was like, dude, I need to be like a Ninja Turtle and this thing has to be strapped to my back. 
And they're like, yes. <laughs> and then the next year, Lenny was like, I want that, but leather. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this. And, and because he doesn't really get to um, display his skills, you know. On, on this show, there are people that are able to, are like ninja masters. They're, they are mixed martial artists. They're weapons specialists. And often on the show, you just go, you know, that's it. You just have one shot, you know, and that's it. You're, like, done with the kill. And... You, it's not, nothing beyond it. Maybe you go, bam, bam, you know, two shots in a row. Um, sometimes, you know, uh, Deny, Michonne is one of my favorite characters. She gets to, like, slice up, like, a, a bunch of them. But usually you and I, right, we just get, right? Yeah, it's always, like, a quick little, like, well, me. I don't even get the, I don't get that many kills. It's always like, oh, yeah, Jerry, he, he must have done something. And I'm like, yeah, I'm covered in blood, so surely I did. I must have done some work as well. <laughs> well, but the thing is, is that this man here is a very talented stuntman, very talented uh, uh, combat uh, expert, and you have you have videos that people can see on online somewhere, anywhere. See you actually doing stuff. There's uh, there's there's very little things of me online. It's mostly. Uh, all my stuff is from when I first got into the industry. I was trying to do stunts and I was trying to do uh, fight choreography and all that stuff. And I had this extensive martial arts background. And I was like, all right, I'd like to use this. And, and to this day, I've done almost everything professionally except stunts. I never got to do like, like I never got to do just a normal SAG. And it was always just, hey, we got uh, 200 bucks. Would you mind uh, falling off this thing from 20 feet and onto these mattresses? Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you. Um, I never got to use it. And then on Walking Dead, it was cool because I finally got to, you know, start falling down and doing some fight stuff. And uh, so, I, I don't know, I want to put something together where we see this incredibly fleet-footed warrior doing some really uh, elaborate kung fu, like sword work, right? You're like a swordsman, right? Yeah, I love swords. It was a, uh, I wanted to use that axe more, but man, real world practicality, I'd probably get 10 swings out of that and then I'd pass out. I always wanted this, I always wanted this one scene where I just slam an, uh, slam an axe into the side of a tree and, uh, and then just uh, smash Walker's heads into this. I love this. What the fuck, where did that go? I thought really hard, I need a sword right now. I feel like if someone has a sword in their hand, they can just, like, lead a revolt. Hold on. I, I looked away for two seconds to look at my notes, and I come back, and you have a massive fucking broadsword in your hand. Where did this come from? This, whose hand did this? Oh, there it is. Thank you. See, that's the beauty of Comic-Con. People just have, hey, oh, yes, uh, this is a perfect item to, to you know, display your, uh, the story here. What is, oh, this is from, uh, this is Game of Thrones. This is Long Claw. Yes. Oh. Yes, of course, they whittled down the, wolf, the bear into a wolf, I see. <laughs> yep. It's like a zebra dragon. It's like a zebra dragon. Yeah. I think it's one. Yeah. How about that Ice King, huh? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Did anyone notice that Arya... <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, hold on. Yes. Wait a minute. Is this what happened? Arya pulled a Thanos, right? Is that what happened? It feels like it. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty quick, and half of the people in that battle went away. But it was like, here we go. So, so she, wait, wait, who drops the, did he drop the, right, Thanos drops the gem into his own hand, yeah. right? In order to, I know you! It was, uh, uh, wait, you're talking about, wait, you're talking, what? No, come on, you must have fucking seen it. 
Ah, it doesn't matter. Spoilers now. It's your fault. Okay. <laughs> this is my, um, this is one of my, f when did you get here? You know what's really upsetting? Okay, this is, our, this is my other co-host here. Uh, this is Tiffany Smith. We only have, we only have the one mic. So, <laughs> so we're going to be passing this around. Am I coming over now? Yeah, come over. Why the hell? Okay. Uh, okay. This is, okay, some people think that this might be Meghan Markle. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah, she, but you you did play her. Uh, is the movie out yet? Or it's out, yeah. So I played. Yeah, for a second. She's also an incredible host. You've probably seen her on a million different uh, geek-tastic talk shows. And um, here she is. Say hello. So, well, first I just want to say I met this guy last year at Comic-Con dancing our butts off at Zach Levi's dance party. We danced so much. It's like. It's one of those things where as soon as I meet somebody that I'm like, okay, you, you're going to dance that long. I will dance that long. It's just a bond. And so last year he was like, would you come on the show? It never ended up working out. And then this year he was like, can you come on Sunday? I was like, man, it's six o'clock. Six o'clock on Sunday at the end of Comic-Con is rough. Um, so, so yeah, so I played Meghan Markle in a movie on Lifetime. Um, oh, well, we almost have two. We almost have two mics. But I will Let say... me uh, check these levels real quick because I'm pretty sure that's very loud. Okay. Check, 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 yep. check, 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 check. Oh, that's way better. Is that okay? going to start to have music soon. Check, 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 check. Give me a second. I know nothing about audio. Who does he just sound so like you guys right know. I'm pressing like buttons and turning press, dials. Press. Anastasia, oh, you do podcast stuff. Do you know how to do this? Come back here. Where do you connect to? That's my too. Oh, you know Anastasia? Yeah. Oh, great. It's a small, it's a, for what a big entertainment world it is, it's a small world with all of us nerds. Luckily, uh... So, somewhere here, that turns something Luckily, no, Cooper no, also no, no. does check, this check. stuff. Check, 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 <laughs> check, check. Is it, you're going to edit this Cooper for your podcast, right? You're not going to have... Cooper also does sound. You're not going to have the Geek Gatsby fumbling <laughs> Cooper also was a No, no, hold on. It's not that one. It's not for that one. For years, check, so check, that's check, why check, I thank check, God check. he's able to, to work this out. You guys... I feel I'm close. Okay, this is the play-by-play. Uh, play I actually of, think it's the this mic's of how we fixed the the freaking sound system here. <laughs> what? You're right. What is it? Where is this venue in right now? Check, check. What check, is the venue check, in right check, now? Check, check, check. Is that getting better? The sugar factory. That sounds better in my ears. And is that we're better in for the you sugar guys? Sugar factory right now, and I would like to thank them check, check. profusely. Um, we were schmeckles. We we, <laughs> we were like, ah, we'll figure it out when we get there. And, hey, there we are. Here we are. We're doing it. So, uh, but they were beautiful enough to let us uh, have the venue, and that's why. And and you like that? Check, that's, check, check, check. Hey, okay, there you go. it's loud. So no one. This doesn't go to Dan. He's loud. Am I? Oh, I see. Yeah, give that to the, our guests. Thank you for bearing with that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let, let her finish the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, okay, backtracking. So, yes, I played Meghan Markle, but the funniest part is I feel like it's always switching over when people will see someone, they're like, oh, you look like this person. I probably had, like, ten people come up to me this year at Comic-Con being like, you're so good on Doom Patrol. I really, really like everything you're doing. And they took pictures, and I was like, oh, they think I'm Diane Guerrero. Whoa. And so I met her at a party the other night, and I was like, I just had to tell you that people really love you on Doom Patrol because I got about 15 compliments, and I just started taking them because I was like, eventually, I will be getting those for the next show that I'm on, too. But it was really funny because I was like, two people, two awesome ladies. I don't mind being compared to either one of them. I don't know what it is, but I got to knight you. 
Here we go. Not you. Oh, both of us. Both of us. Can you can you knight too? This is a double knighting. I feel like Brienne of Tarth. That's exactly what I was going for. Yes. Yeah, I'll be Podrick. Yes, you, Tiffany Smith, and you, Cooper Andrews, will go down in the annals of time and in a cross-reference to an homage of Game of Thrones in my said podcast. Ow! Stab myself in the foot for you, and now you are Knights of the Round Table. Applause, please. Yes. Okay, whose sword was this? What you guys couldn't see was that the sun yes. was shining like perfectly right. over his shoulder. Man bun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lighting your man bun perfectly. What what shows do you host so, that, so you can let these people know what shows sure. you're watching? Sure. Uh, so I've been hosting for a long time in LA. Started working for G4. Did any Attack of the Show fans? Uh, yeah. I did stuff with G4 when I first moved to LA, and then now do stuff for DC Comics. So I do a lot of stuff with DC Daily. Um, I was here doing stuff for IMDb and her universe fashion show. Did anybody go to the fashion show? Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Um, I just get excited because there's so many things going on now at Comic-Con that are so girls supporting girls and so much fashion, so much great stuff for geeks. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was, that was what I was up to at Comic-Con this year. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. See, I, look, I don't know what to wear for many things. What is a summer fashion right now? <laughs> I, fa- I, I just Fanny discovered packs. Fanny, Fanny packs or bum bags, whichever you want to call it. And you can wear it around your waist or you can go crossbody too. Uh. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can. Uh, we'll have our own little costume contest. Anyone that feels slighted, they feel like they lost it at some costume contest <laughs> during any of the last you know, 48 hours. <laughs> Come on up, we're going to give you a prize, and we're going to judge you, and we're not going to judge you harshly. How about that? Um, I have a question for you guys. So was there anything that you saw during the course of this wonderful, I had a lovely Comic-Con. You had a good t- con? Oh, yeah, it was great. Everyone's really nice, yeah. Awesome. Uh, you had a good con? It was, this con was one of the ones, and two of my friends are actually here that we did this with, but they were like, oh, we got tickets to the Conan O'Brien show. Do you want to go? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Of course I do. It was on the one day where there was no guest listed. And that day was the day that the Top Gun trailer dropped. And I was like, oh my God, it's going to be Tom Cruise. It's going to be Tom Cruise. So we're in the little theater that he does his show at and it was freaking Tom Cruise. So he talked about the trailer and it was just like one of those things where you're like, I'm at Comic-Con and I'm watching a show with my friends and Tom Cruise is right there talking about flying jet planes and <laughs> like that all of it literally looks like documentary footage because they would ask, they'd be like, how'd you get that shot? And he's like, well, I, I, I was it, flying, yeah. I was flying that. Like yeah. they were just in there with me and it, it was incredible. It was crazy. That's it was a very surreal how, like, experience. Uh, that's, I've seen some videos where he talks about how he's like, he supposedly solved his dyslexia by flying a, a fighter jet, something like that. I don't. I mean, the guy is, it's, he literally said he was like, not only did I have to be able to do it, but all of the the actors auditioned. And then he was like, also, I need to know that they can all survive the G force of being in a jet. Right. So they had to do that as well. Otherwise, they weren't getting the job. Like, you're like, I do all my own stunts. I do all this stuff. Would you do that? Uh, Yes. (laughs) For sure. Absolutely. I was, no, I was, uh, uh, Jeffrey and, and Norman, they got, they got to meet him and they were like, they were just talking about it the whole trip. They were like giddy the entire time about it. 
And I was very jealous. It's weird. It's weird because you're like, in my mind, somehow he's a real person, but not. Like, you're like, that's Tom Cruise. Yeah. He, he like, had to put his pants on this morning and a shirt on and, like, eat food. <laughs> but you're like, but that's Tom Cruise. I don't know. It's weird. Is that weird? Does anybody else feel that no, way about Tom weird. Cruise? That is I, weird. I feel I, You're strange. like, yes, it is weird, no, Tiffany. It is no, it's like, when you get to that level of, like, fame, it's almost like they are a mystical creature. You yeah. Know, like, a, like a unicorn or something. Like, you know, like, oh, Sasquatch, you know. And, like, imagine Sasquatch putting yeah. his pants on, you know, <laughs> taking a shower. You know, that's what it's like. When you, it's the mythical creature that yes. you reach in the last round of your D&D game. Exactly. Tom Cruise. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. If you, the 5,000th time that you see Top Gun, Tom Cruise flies into your window and leaves a little couple of coins <laughs> under your pillow for you. Okay, so I don't know what the... Uh, what? <laughs> I was saying it was a mythical creature. Anyway, don't... Uh, okay, so what's the coolest thing that you're <laughs> excited to see uh, this come? Uh, one thing that I'm really excited that I heard about that's coming out soon. I used to collect the Marvel uh, What If comics. Oh yeah. Okay, I am so excited. Is it going to be animated series? Are, are those like the uh, uh, like the Elseworld? Yes. Is that like Elseworld for yeah. DC? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's like a like a parallel universe. You know, Ooh. I used to. Anyone used to read the What If comics? You know, like what if like Daredevil died, or you know, like it's like out of continuity stuff. So yeah, the characters can be on a different trajectory than what you're normally reading. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, um, so is there anything you guys are excited about? Uh, I we, like I think what if was awesome. I mean, the Marvel panel was one that I still have never. I went to one Hall H panel actually last year's for Walking Dead, which was pretty cool. Um, but the the announcement of all the stuff for the new Doctor Strange movie, I'm very pumped. Yeah, the it's fact like the, that they're saying it's going to be like straight up horror is horror. really yeah. The horror. book is called the Madness Verse yeah, or something. Yeah. Like, is that what it is? Yeah. And is that I'm I'm thinking is that where he is when he's just all you know meditating a hundred million times and going to different places? Are gonna it's going to be him traveling through that world? I mean, the that first would be movie amazing. I feel like. You guys know what we're talking about in, in the Avengers yeah. movie when he's like, okay, I saw every single possible, you know, uh, yeah. outcome and we're fucked. What'd you say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first movie for me, I, I like, there's so many of those movies that I really enjoy, but Doctor Strange for me was one of those ones. I don't know if I was in a weird, like, growing spiritual place, but when I saw it, I was like, this is everything I needed. <laughs> like, and I don't smoke, so I wasn't like high or anything. It was just like I went in. It and helped. I, yeah, it literally was like I bet it. I mean, I feel like it would have flipped me out even more because I was already there. No, it was, uh, yeah. But it was that it was movie, so that, cool. That strange movie. All that when he's like falling through fractal universes, yeah. collapsing. Yeah, that right. is that is like. Yeah, that's like acid and douching. What is uh, happening? <laughs> Where are we going, doctor? <laughs> and like the like Inception buildings crashing in on themselves, that was wild. Yeah, like man. I'm tipping left and right. I, I was uh, uh <laughs> I really was uh, I'm I'm so bad at using the uh, like social media like the features of it like the like the Instagram stories. Yeah. I was trying so hard because we were driving, we were getting through all these like SUVs this weekend, and, and and they kept blocking off roads. Like it was like seven cars that like. Two of them would stop on either side of the road to let the others in, and we were just like blocking traffic and going through this whole weekend. Um, I like how subtly he says, "Oh yeah, I was just driving around in SUVs. They're blocking traffic for us." That's not anyone else's Comic-Con experience, unless <laughs> unless you're on your show or you're Tom Cruise. Right? No, or Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's probably like taking a helicopter, like by the bottom, just holding onto it, yeah. and drops in. 
he would. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was the one stopping traffic for you guys. He's exactly. just like doing a cartwheel and being. He was just running next to us the whole time. And uh, uh, I was trying to get videos of of me me uh, me asking people for Grey Poupon. I feel like it's been 20 years since the last time we did that. Uh, and I want to like stop by everyone everyone's thing. But as I opened the window, I opened the window to attempt this. Uh, someone, we stop, and this guy that comes up to the window, and he goes, "Hey, hey!" And someone else comes up, is like, are, "Are you famous?" And then, the, and the and the first dude goes, "Yeah, he is. He's the dude from Doctor Strange." And I was like, uh, and I go, and I go, Benny Wong, nice to meet you. And I, <laughs> I took a photo. Dude, okay, I've been there before. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. Is that okay? That that's hysterical. I, I and and uh, I love Benny, but that's by the way. that's okay. I love. Yeah. Oh, he's a beautiful man. I've met him. He's a great guy. But you did path of least resistance there, and that was what you went. You went with the flow. See, I used to I used to go around. You know, when I was like before Fantastic Beasts. You know, and I was just like. You know, and I would go to a restaurant, or oh, this is this is the worst times it would happen. It would be like at the TSA, <laughs> someone would be patting me down, and they would inevitably just be right up in my inseam and go, "Are you Jack Black?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just be like, "What made you think at that moment that I was Jack Black?" <laughs> and uh, and just lingering there, like, "Wait, I'm starstruck. I'm sorry, I was touching your." So like, Wait, I just I, want I, I someone to do a mashup and be like, I went to this podcast at Comic Con and it was Jack Black, Benny Wong, and Diane Guerrero. <laughs> Could someone just start hashtagging? Can someone it? please make that meme? Bro. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. No, I would go to places and I would go there and the best is when you go someplace and they're just like, the, like the you go to a restaurant and the Mater D or whatever, it's just like. Tell me who you are. You know, and you're like, like, I know. And then they start guessing. They're like, you're going to make me guess, you know, or whatever. And you're just like, ah, oh, shit. Uh, you know, and then they're just, they start giving them hints, and they're just like, and then they just don't get it. And then they, they guess one, and they're just like, you're Zach Galifianakis. And then I'm just like, yes, I am. Like, Table for one. And then just being a total asshole. I'll have the lobster thermidor. I'm not going to pay. <laughs> I get I get a lot of it sounds like I'm like at a like a, a jazz club sometimes. I'm walking by and I'll either hear Jerry, which is nice, or I'll hear like oh, get, Snappy? I'll get the snaps. Oh. Someone starts snapping at me. And I'm like when you're a jet, you know, it just felt like so I was like, what are we singing about? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, if you <laughs> we got phones in your hands, you know, if you go up to if you see someone on the street and you wanna give them a compliment or you're like you see him like I know that guy, I wanna talk to him. Fucking Google him first. <laughs> just as, as, oh, that's who it is. Don't make, don't go up to him and say, could you please give me a list of all the things you're in until I figure out who you are? But you can't Google them, because if they think you look like the person and they're like, I'm going to look this person up, you're like, yep, it's them. Co confirmation from this photo on Google. It's not like they can't face <laughs> recognize you with your phone. They can't like hold it up, have it scan your face and be like, that is. No, that they do have that. They, they have like, they have, don't they have like, they have like weird like. App you can do that. Yeah, yeah. You can take a picture of someone's face and be like, "Who's this?" It, it's reverse facial recognition. <laughs> and like it scan, it scans your <laughs> face with like a blue, blue and red bar. Just <laughs> yeah, all you people are just like, "Hey, look how great I look when I'm old." <laughs> That's it, man. Your fucking face has been scanned forever. 
Yeah, my, uh, yeah, my, my. But also, how does reverse facial recognition work? Because what if it says you're Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> Like, right, that, like that's when it's that's when it's 1984. Yeah. And well, that's kind of great. You know, he might have a lot more money than I have. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, yes, I will charge that several times. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? But you know, it doesn't work when you're just like, uh, you're not who you are. You're not allowed in your home anymore. That would suck. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. That's like what happens on my phone with face. That's why you got to protest all the nanite technology that's going on. Okay. Anyway, so. Um, you got serious. <laughs> so what was the weirdest thing that you saw during the Comic Con? <laughs> I'll start with my story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Weir- <laughs> weirdest thing I saw, I always see this. <laughs> I love the effort of the guys who, like, walk around as gigantic transformers, okay? They're, like, 10 feet tall, 20 feet tall. I know, they're friends of mine, too, and I appreciate that effort. But you see them regally walking across the floor, you know, doom, jacka, jacka, doom, doom. yes, Autobots on my flank, you know, with the voice modulator. Ah, oh, yes, I'm the, I am made out of steel and metal, you know. And then they're just like a giant, you know, shimmering in the light. And then, inevitably, two days later, you'll see them <laughs> just like behind the scenes, just off on the side, just kind of sweating their brains out. <laughs> having some kind of heart attack and all of the <laughs> all of the outfit is just strewn around them and like it's just so sweaty in there and he's just like patting himself down someone handing him water just being like are you okay man are you all right you know and he's just like no i'm gonna go in again i'm gonna go in for another round another 20 minutes i'll be fine just pour water <laughs> so i love the juxtaposition the effort that goes into like gives those guys a round of applause man yeah like, that's uh, it takes a lot to go into that these guys are really manipulating a lot of material. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like, try to even take a piss. Um, okay, what about you, brother? Yeah, we uh, uh, we were doing. We went to Petco Park yesterday, the the baseball field, and we had uh, a bunch of people dressed as walkers, uh, like at, at this baseball field, and <laughs> one girl passed out, and we felt and we felt so bad. But like, so many people were like, "It's like that sun. It's real. Hydrate," and. And uh, uh, I, here's the thing. And, and, like a, a zombie? No, I felt really oh. bad. I felt I, she was acting like a zombie, but she was she was dressed as the bathrobe girl, uh, Rick's Rick's first kill, and uh, and uh, and she just fell over. And but she got up. And she took you know she they took photos, of everything. They gave her water. She yeah. she was fine. Um, but that's sort of like the that's like our Walker test. That's sort of like it, like yesterday felt like a winter morning compared to how we film. Uh, and I was, I've been watching like a lot of Spartacus recently, and I just felt so bad because I was like, so good. I was like, you wouldn't stand in the arena. <laughs> I was like, go home, <laughs> go home to the cooks. Wait, what made you start watching Spartacus now? <laughs> no, no, I've, I've watched, I've been, I've been watching it. Okay, um, I, okay, hold on. Go back and rewatch. This gentleman has a really, really. I just reminded you reminded me of something. Your James Earl Jones impression is quite oh. exciting. <laughs> And with the new movie coming out, The Lion King, I want you to do a little uh, Mufasa for us. Uh, It's about going wide and deep and everything the light touches when flesh is stronger than steel. And I play baseball. I was good, damn good. The new Bell Atlantic Yellow Pages. Look at me, boy. (laughs) Yeah, give him a round of applause. I love a good impression. Simba! I just want him to say one my favorite line from Lion King is when he's like, remember who you are. Remember. Remember who you are. You're my son. You must take your place in the circle of life. 
Or is he like, you deliberately disobeyed me. <laughs> I, I don't oh, know. So good. I don't know if I'm more impressed by the impression See, or the, that you know all of the words. That's what I love. I love that. I, what's beautiful is, yeah, that's the live action. That's live action right there. So, <laughs> was, yeah. See, see. What's beautiful about this podcast is that people get to come on. I love impressions, you know, but you get to see like extra skills that people have, and it's a freaking awesome, man. There, that there is, is very one, cool. There is one, and you do, and it was, uh, you do this great walking, but I, uh, I have the tutorial of how to do a walking for everyone who oh, doesn't okay. know how to do it. And so this, my walking's not great, but if you can sort of work the levels, you can you can get it going. So it, it starts off with your like your generic New York accent, like. Hello, I like drinking, like, like walking my dog and drinking coffee. Yeah. The next thing is then, um, like, slowing it down. So I like, like drinking coffee, walking my dog. <laughs> then, then the, the, you know that thing when you can kind of like, like the Prairie Home Companion guy? You have, you have to add the New York <laughs> accent, slow it down. And then, and then you have to do these inflections while using that little bit of haze. And... The other thing is, he doesn't use a period when it should be there, and it keeps going up. So if you can, if you can do that, mix the New York, slow it down, make it go up, down again, and then add the haze, and you can sort of be wherever you want at any time of day, really. Dan. That was amazing. He broke down the voice into a fucking science experiment. And now... I know how to do it. I'm not even gonna try. You should try. Everyone, everyone needs to. Ha- that should be one of the cri- uh, you know criteria to get into the country is to you. Uh, so, um, are you an American citizen? No, you have to. Do you do a good Christopher Walken impression? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I sound like his cousin. <laughs> I t- I told them my favorite Comic Con moment this year. And it was, um, I got to sing Walk This Way with Run DMC, okay? And I got to sing the Aerosmith That is part. awesome. That was a dream come true for me. Anything dream come true happened for you. Uh, uh, you go first. Well, um, I've been, you know, I've, I've never been to, this is my first time at uh, San Diego Comic Con and, wow. and San Diego. So, yeah, this was, yeah, this is my first time. So, it was, yeah, really awesome. My buddy, you just reminded me, my buddy Larry Blum. Hey man, this guy, um, well, well, no, no, this guy, I wrote Fish Kill with him on a comic book. This is your first Comic Con. Yeah, to all the first timers out there, thank you for, for coming out. I hope you had a great time with yourselves at this con. And uh, uh, it, yeah, I've been having a great time. And, and you hear about the Hall H thing, like, the, like everyone says, oh, it's like this thing you'll, you'll never. And I, and I was like, I'm, I'm, you know, I get it. I'm going to be prepared. I've seen it. I've seen it. And then, and then sure enough, nope. And, that was so breathtaking, just sort of to see like as far out and just um, you know just this excitement from from everybody after just watching the trailer and then us coming through. Oh, yeah. And I t- <laughs> I totally forgot about the Ezekiel Michonne kiss. So even when I when I uh, even when I saw that in the trailer, I was like, oh, oh yeah yeah I remember that. Now. <laughs> yeah. But that whole experience, yeah. Oh. He's like, I don't know about Spoilers! that. What about you? Um, what was the highlight for me? I don't know. I feel like it ends up being like a culmination of the whole day where you're like, okay, I started my day. I did some stuff on the IMDb boat. So 
you know, hanging out with Kevin Smith, who I've gotten to work for, and it, it, I feel really lucky to get to do the job. Yeah, we love that Kevin on this show, man. He's, so much. Yeah, he's awesome. And I just, I, I remember Kevin was working on a show on AMC called Geeking Out, and he needed a girl co-host and he recommended me. And so now I'm like always the other Smith, which I love, but that was a surreal moment for me. And then now getting to come to Comic-Con and you start your day doing something like that with Kevin Smith. And then at the DC booth interviewing Jim Lee, who has always been somebody uh, yeah. I've looked up to because I grew up reading comics and just loving his art. And then, you know, wrapping out the day. And this was my first year getting to go to the Entertainment Weekly Party, which was really cool. Because it is, like, what everybody says. It's every... Like, I'm sitting there having a drink. I look over and I was like, wow, those people look like they should be on the Mayans. And I'm like, oh, because it's the entire cast of the Mayans <laughs> that's actually standing there. <laughs> um, so I feel like it's hard to pick one moment. It really is just when you kind of pull everything together and think about the whole experience that growing up being a geek and then getting to be here at Comic-Con and have all of those things happen. I'm like... Every week I come here, I'm like, it's simultaneously the best week of my life and the worst because it's so exhausting. Yeah. My voice isn't usually this raspy, yeah, um, but that's, like that's that. what Comic-Con does to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I have it right now. It's true. Um, do you guys know what your Star Wars names are, which is basically your names backwards? Now, do you know what it is? You're, well, yeah. Pe I, people call me Smith Lord because I did a podcast. Smith Lord. <laughs> yeah, because I did a podcast called Jedi Council for a while, and that was my Star Wars name. Okay, well, this, in, in this game, it's... What's my other name? What's this, my other one? It's, it's your name backwards, so it's Hitims Yanafit. Hitims Yanafit. That does not sound cool. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Listen, mine's, mine's Leenad Relgoff. You know? Yours is cooler than mine. Not if you shorten it to Nad Relgoff. No thanks, people. Go please call me Lee Nad. <laughs> you know what yours is, brother? I did, a, um, I did a fan film. Does it count if I use that one? Yeah, but... You, yeah, do, let's, let's, let's hear it. But no, dude, what's that one? Let me... Let's see. It was... Cool one. I didn't want... No, I didn't want to have any... I, well, it was just funny because I was like, oh yeah, there was a name. Was it? it was like Kavik. Reek Kavik. Reek Kavik, like <laughs> it was just playing Kavik. We just had a lightsaber fight. It was dope. Okay, this is whoa, shit. Sorry, Burn. So this is uh, your, <laughs> your name is um, Repuk Swerdna, Repuk Swerdna, or oh, Swerdna Repuk. I would go by Rep Reps Rep Swerdna. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Well, like at the end of it, you know, I come from like a planet with a number at the end. <laughs> totally. You know, like I always wondered what it was like. Oh, I'm on like like skill a day 32. It's like, oh, um, I heard it's okay there. This is a fun fact about Cooper. Uh, you were, were you were you bar mitzvahed? Yes. Okay, this is the largest bar mitzvah boy I'm sure anyone has ever met. Uh, I was bar mitzvahed as well, and I've I've stayed the same size all these years. <laughs> um, were you this large when you were having your bar mitzvah? I was, I was, uh, oh, geez, I was 13, 13, no, I was, he was bigger, I think I was like five, I was like probably like 5'10 at 13, and I was like this little, like, well, I wasn't little, but I was definitely squatting, I was riding my bike, and then a tornado came through, and like a week after the bar mitzvah, yeah. it tore up everything, and then, uh, uh, you really made it sound like the tornado literally came through your bar mitzvah. Oh, not through the bar mitzvah, I just came through the house the following week. 
Like Whoa. a tornado, yeah, yeah, tornado like ripped up like my entire neighborhood and like all that. So, See, that's the thing about like I was, I, you know, when I was bar mitzvah, you're sitting there, you're just taking their word for it. You're like, yeah, sure, I, I, you don't know what the hell I'm talking. About. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm kind of so you could just be like, yes, maybe you are conjuring a tornado. You know, like maybe maybe you said something wrong and God's pissed. You know, like, like that could happen. You know, I mean, they made it so nerving, and I like like doing it. They made, they made it so nerving the bar mitzvah for me. I remember it being like <laughs> yeah. a. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get all these words wrong, and then you go to Israel, oh, and they're yeah. just they're just reading it down the thing, no problem. Like, no shit. I learned everything phonetically, and then I got there, and everything went out the frickin' window because you know it was just like, whoa, it wasn't written out for me. So I was like, wow, this book is for real, man. <laughs> so I just started saying crazy shit, and uh, and then like my knees started going. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> rabbis are on either side of me like hold on there <laughs> it was oh, getting, no. yeah it was getting crazy oh, and then they throw candy at the at the end they throw candy at you they just throw wads of candy so if you're not ready you get hit in the face with candy at the end yeah they, yeah they, they definitely chuck hard, it's hard candy too like kosher hard candy i don't know why, i don't know why i think that's really funny i just like the idea of him doing his bar mitzvah and just being the largest person in the room <laughs> okay let's start over um Okay, here we go. We're gonna go. We're gonna open it up to uh, questions now. Um, who wants to? Um, okay, you know what? I'm gonna do it Donahue style. <laughs> I'm gonna go around with the microphone and take questions from everybody, like Donahue. You remember Donahue? Go do it. Go, go do, do it. it. Mm. He has to Thank hydrate. You. He has. To, he doesn't want to pass out like the zombie. No, I do not. Uh, yeah, he'll, he's, oh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna run he it around. He wants to go. I really, really want to get. Yeah, I'm in the audience. You guys ready for a crowd surf? <laughs> okay, so, um, <laughs> shit, that might be harder. Uh, maybe give me this the softer one. Can I have that? Yes. Okay. Um, hello. Is that even working? It's working. Oh, okay, good. Okay, so we have those gifts from the bags. Oh, they're right there. Okay, so uh, who has a question? Hi, how are you? Um. I actually, I actually don't have a question, but I wanted to share a Comic-Con experience, um, not from this time, uh, but actually from the first Fantastic Beasts, um, because obviously I'm disabled, and the theory of everything was a big deal for me, and I got to meet Eddie, and I got to tell him that. I got to tell him what an amazing job he did in that film. And I got to tell him that I know that a lot of disabled people were upset that an actual person of disability wasn't cast, but he did such an amazing job. And the whole point of that film was to show the progression of a disease. So you can't cast a disabled person. Um, and also for you, Dan, as well, I just want to let you know, as a disabled person who goes through a lot of trials and tribulations, the fact that you make me laugh um, gets me through a lot of my life. So um, it's really important for me to meet people and let them know that what you guys do as actors and comedians and, and your art, it, it matters in ways that you guys don't even understand. So I just wanted to say thank you and I wanted to share that story. Uh, please, yes, give it a round of applause, my God. Yeah, you can have a picture. Yeah, um, and please keep going around to people and telling them that because it, it touches our hearts, you know. We, I, thank you. We like to hear it. It's nice to hear um, that we are not just tap dancing in the wind out here, you know, that, that, that people are, are getting it and, and we appreciate it. So, yeah, let's get a hug in there. You want to do a pick? You got it? You got it, sweetie? All right, here we go. 
I don't need it. This is hey. Ha. <laughs> All right. No, thank you. That was beautiful. Okay, who has a question? You have a question? Um, I have uh, two things. First of all, I'm still stuck on the bar mitzvah thing. I was wondering, um, was, was your voice changing at the time? And could you recreate that for us? <laughs> um, I sounded more like Picard back then than Jones. Uh, I, never, I, I, never got the, I never got the crack. It just, one day, it just kept getting lower. And I've noticed it's also gotten lower in the last few years because I used to only be able to do the James Earl Jones when I woke up. And I was like, and once I lost morning voice, I was like, no. And now I'm like, no. Where is Padme? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. Um, we got, uh, so we got some gifts to give out too with these questions. Who's got the next question? Okay. Yeah. Hey, Larry, come up here a second. Give Larry a mic while ah. I open this up. So this is my first con, guys. Hey, this is Larry Blind First time in San Diego, and I got to say something. What a great, great city, man. I mean, awesome. As a native New Yorker, this place just rocks. So my guilty pleasure, because it's such a festive event, but every time I walk past the guy dressed as Captain America, I'd look him in the eye and go, Captain? <laughs> and they, and they, every time I get, I get the nod. I get a kind of a salute. And then at a, at a party last night, this poor guy had to deal with it every time I walked up to the bar because he was standing at the bar the whole time. He's like, here comes that guy again. Captain? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what a great, great, great experience, guys. I just want to say that. I really rock. This place rocks. And Dan and I are doing a comic called Fish Kill together. Yeah. yeah so good. And I can't wait to share it with the world. We and, we and him, you know, he and I, it's just awesome stuff, man. Okay, who's got a question over here? What's up, brother? How's it going? Um, so I have a podcast of my own. I know... Everybody and their mom today has podcasts and stuff. So um, I just had a question. When you started, what was your process in kind of getting your episode together, if you had a process at all? Right. My process was um, we started. <laughs> we would, yeah, exactly. What the? We would, uh, we would go and um, I would get together with my friends. We'd go to see like a 40X movie or something. And we got, yeah, we got Kay here, who's Ganja Girl. She has uh, been on the show several times. Hey, Kay. Uh, and I would go around with my friends, and we would see a movie. And, we, you know, we'd, we'd maybe we'd smoke a little pot or something before, after, during. And, uh, and then we'd talk about it. And we'd crack each, ourselves, crack each other up, and uh, great stories would come out of it. And we'd like, why are we not recording this? And then I recorded it for, like, about, um, a, a, you know, a year. And I said, you know, and I would say on the show, like you say it and some, suddenly, you know, you can manifest it. And I would say on the show, you know, why isn't 40X our sponsor? And, you know, and then eventually they just said, hey, we'd like to be your sponsor. <laughs> and uh, so now everyone gets, you know, whoever asks a question, they get a free ticket. They, you know, so it's, it's really cool, man. So I just, I would just say, just put it out there. Everyone has a podcast and, and just keep at it and someone will listen to it. Nice. Yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, okay, who's got another question? All right, cool. Um, all right. Take the mic, pal. I was just wondering if uh, you guys preferred it if people call you by your real name or if you, they call you by your character name, does that bother you is what I'm wondering. I, Go ahead, brother. Take here's it. the thing. If I got bothered by that, I think, I think I'd be in a lot of trouble. Uh, <laughs> I, I've never... 
at, at other conventions, I, I like, or even just walking through a street, I'll just hear the name Jerry, just yelled out. And if I got if I got upset about that, it, I'd be upset with a lot of people. So no, it's cool. It's uh, I had a buddy. I, I said this at the at the at the Hall H panel, and they um, I had this buddy, or I still have this buddy. His name is Jerry. Uh, but in 2009, we had a Jerry working at the bar, so we had to switch his name to Chachi. And, and so we've That's been calling him Chachi name. for the last 10 years. And now now I get called Jerry, and I'm like, this is karma. I deserve this. So it's fine. <laughs> well, you slipped into walking there for a second. Did I? Oh. Now. It's, it, it takes a second. Once you use it, you got to, you know, it's, it's in your system for a little bit longer. Damn. Sorry. Once you get infected with walking, it doesn't leave. There you go. <laughs> um, so, Dan, mine's a bit of a personal question, so I understand if you don't want to answer it, but you've dropped some weight. So I'm really curious how you did it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, running is what I tell you, but so I just want to know if that. If, I mean, if you don't want to answer, it's understandable, but I'm curious. No, I appreciate you asking that question. Like, I've been getting that a lot because, you know, I've been sitting at my booth and signing comic books, and I got the lovely uh, Kay here with the sign of, of of me and Fantastic Beast going, and I hear her off to the side just being, no, it's fucking him, man. Like, <laughs> 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 and, 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 and you know, I lost I lost 75 pounds. In, uh, in uh, the last, uh, wow, like a year and a half. So like the first Fantastic Beasts, I was at my heaviest. I was 200 and like over 260 pounds. <laughs> Jesus. That's my goal. That's my goal weight. <laughs> and I was, uh, that's his goal weight, yeah. That's my goal weight. <laughs> well, I'm, f I'm fucking 5'7", if that. So that's not good, you know. Uh, and I was, and so I always had, I, I always had, you know, I love physical comedy. I loved, you know, doing all that. I was always able to do it. And then I, and then I did that first movie, running around like a maniac with all that weight, and I got plantar fasciitis, okay, oh, in both of my feet. I thought I was dying. I get up in the middle of the night to take a piss. I was like, what is wrong with me? I can't so much pain. I would pee like, like leaning on my tiptoes, like, hiya. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. And then I finally figured out what the fuck was wrong with me, and I was like, the doc was like, you got to, sorry, kids, you got you to gotta take the weight off. And uh, or else you're screwed. You can't do all the stuff you want to do like you used to when you were a kid. And I just kept on getting that message from the universe. I, I started not being able to digest shit. I was just getting fatter and fatter. I was like, I can't fucking. So I just cut out processed stuff. And then um, and I just took up mixed martial arts. And uh, and uh, now I'm uh, I have a lot of stamina and I can kick all your asses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, okay, uh, no, I, g I gave you yours. Okay. What's your question, darling? I have a follow-up question to the weight loss, because I was curious about this. For the next few Fantastic Beast movies, will Jacob undergo a weight loss, or will you be wearing a padded suit? <laughs> That's a good question. So by, so by uh, the time we were at the premiere for the second movie... Um, I, uh, I was down some weight already, and people were starting to notice. And I started going around. I was like, are you guys cool if I... What's funny is if you look at the original animatics and the original designs for Fantastic Beasts, I was not a heavy character. I was, not, I was supposed to be maybe a little bit heavier than Newt, you know? But they were like, ah, we like this guy, you know. We believe him as a baker. He definitely eats his... Uh, <laughs> 
his food. You, know, you can't trust a baker that's a skinny baker, you know. So, uh, so then I was like, okay, so um, I'm losing weight here. Is it okay? I went to the producers. I went to David Heyman. I was like, is it okay? And they were like, no, we kind of dig it because they love how we're over the course of several movies that the characters, they change. You know, they, like, they, they go through metamorphosis. And I think that it's kind of wonderful that this is, what the, the, this is what I'm kind of pushing toward them, toward JK. Because <laughs> we're on a first two-letter basis. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I said, I, I was just like, you know, what if he's lost his appetite and he's so heartbroken? Um, and maybe, you know, she put on another spell <laughs> to, get, to get him in shape that she did not take off. You know? <laughs> you know? So that when he meets up with her again, is we'll, we'll see what kind of sparks fly there. Um, so they were totally down with it. So thank you for asking that question. I'm, I'm excited to see what, you know. Um, uh, anybody else? Hey, uh, hey guys. Um, yeah, one, love all you guys. Um, I got to see uh, Dan perform uh, Power of Love at the party, and uh, it was awesome. I got a pretty simple question. What was your guys' gateway into, like, the nerd culture growing up? Um, I mean, mine was, I mean, as far as I can remember, uh, which is why I was super happy about being in a DC movie, um, I only knew Superman. Um, I was raised with, like, George Reeves, Christopher Reeves, that was like the only, those were the only things that played at my grandpa's house. Um, and my uncle, he was a huge Superman fan, and he always said like, Superman's Jewish. He was written by Jews, and so, and, um, and you know, I was uh, uh, like, I was always into, uh, and, and actually a lot of, a lot of people now, sort of in like the my age, I guess, uh, who are who are just big guy, like 30s, you know, who are just big and muscular. It's it's from comics, and it's from, uh, it's from trying to be a, a superhero that they wanted to emulate. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, since I can remember, I mean, I was always in, I mean, yeah, since I can remember. Yeah. Uh, mine was, I'm multiracial, so I'm like a little bit of everything. My dad's Creole, my mom's Sicilian and Irish, and so when my dad would travel, he would always try and bring back like a toy or a doll or something that looked more similar to me because there weren't a lot around when I was growing up. Um, and so he started doing that, and then when I got a little bit older, he got me into watching X-Men. Um, and I was obsessed with Storm because I was like, here's a character that looks kind of like me, and I just connected so much with her. And then it was one of those things where I think, you know, you hear so many stories about why people read comic books, and a lot of times it's because at some point in your life you felt like an outsider. And every superhero has some moment where it's like they're an outsider, but finding out what that thing that makes you different is actually the thing that makes you powerful. Um, so that's kind of where the comic book love started for me. And then the older I got, I realized that there's comic books about everything. Like, I read stuff where it's um, Pride of Baghdad's one of my favorite graphic novels that came out and it was talking about the war and they used a pride of lions that had escaped from a zoo and were talking about how refugees and people feel during war times and so I think there's something in comic books that you can really talk about things that might be harder to talk about in ways but if you do it in a comic book with the pictures and images it opens up such great conversations and now it's like you know, even just hearing stuff where you're like, I'm manifesting this thing, and you're asking about how to get healthier, and you come to cons, and it's like everyone's energy is kind of at that place. 
And I love that so much. And so it's kind of why I don't think it will ever change my love for comics in the geek world. It just keeps adding and growing. I just started playing D&D this year, and it's like the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, do you get, uh, through D&D, do you get into voices and stuff? Do you do any? We just started. I just started doing some voices. I do a campaign now that we do probably every week we play. Um, but I did a one-off, one-day campaign the other day, and I was like, I did a British voice for that one, so it wasn't anything too crazy. Because I was like, I'm still learning all the dynamics where I'm like, I, I usually play a halfling rogue, um, and so I'm still figuring out all that stuff. So then I'm like, and then throwing on an accent, it's a little hard. It's a little hard. I'm like, baby steps, baby steps. That's right. Keep it up for like five hours. Uh, okay, who's got uh, who's got a good question right here? What is the funnest role you've ever played and why? Okay. You guys want to answer that one? Oh, I mean, I mean, Jerry for me. Um, yeah. But I love, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get to be, I mean, I was a fan of Walking Dead before being on it, and um, I got to play a character that essentially just breaks the fourth wall um, when, when he meets all the characters, so I don't really have to do much acting there. So that's always, I just get to be like, like when people do awesome kills, Jerry is the one that, the, I mean, they don't always show it, but I'm always like, oh, do you see that? Like, that was, that's not normal. That was amazing. And then I always give, like, looks like that when I see, like, some crazy kill. And they never really show it, but I always be like, like, like that. So I always try to, the fact that I, no one yells at me about that, I guess, is nice. I love that, I love that episode where you uh, and, and uh, Ezekiel and the guys go to get the film light bulb from the theater <laughs> and they start playing that like groovy music <laughs> to get all the it's the, all right now yeah and then you, and then you you're, you you see your character lip syncing to it yeah i they, love that man i love that scene so much or just that whole episode because it was the first time we get to see the kingdom where they're not part of a war or part of anything else they're just doing their day and, and we got so much like why would they do that you know like why would they go and i'm like we've been surviving we can kill Pretty much everything. We didn't know there were people wearing masks doing doing shit. So, um, yeah, I love that scene though. We learned that, but that song that wasn't what was in the script. So like, oh, they yeah. gave us that song right before the scene started. That's so cool. And I was like, okay, okay, we can do this. We can do this. <laughs> and then, and then they let me like kind of go with that. So yeah, that was nice. <laughs> I love that bit. Uh, what about you? Uh, I feel like every time I, I've only really been acting acting for like two and a half years now. And every role I get, I'm super pumped on. The first one I did was on Jane the Virgin, and that was just such a great experience because the cast was so wonderful and sweet. Um, and then I did an episode of Supernatural, and I'm a huge, yeah, I love magic, and I, I got to be a magic wielder on that show. So I'm like, yeah. more characters where I get to do magic. And then, honestly, playing Meghan Markle was it's such an incredible experience because I just grew so much as a person playing that role. Um, but also, they were like, do you want to play Meghan Markle in this movie? I'm like, yeah, I'll get to wear cool clothes. But then I got to have a stunt scene in it. I had my first sex scene in a movie. Whoa. I had my first crying scene. I had like There was so much in this movie yeah. where I literally feel like it was like grad school for acting because um, I did everything in it. And then it was like a two-week press tour immediately after. It was so fast. Um, so that was that is right now my favorite. But I think it's always going to be whatever project I'm on is the one that's like your favorite at the moment because you're so engrossed in it. I don't know. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah, no, yeah, I dig it, yeah. Like to, The Walking Dead, I love it because I always wanted to be in a Western and in a zombie movie. So it's like <laughs> I get the best of both worlds. I get to ride horses and, and kill zombies. And, and man, so that's fun. But, but there's something about playing Jacob where... There's just like, I'm paying homage to so many of my favorite things that 
I grew up on, like, all the... Um, and we got about 10 minutes left, so just think of the final questions here. Uh, like, like, like the Edda Rumpent running after me <laughs> in the first movie. Like, in my mind... I was Indiana Jones running from the boulder. Like, yes. like, you know, I was like, I know it's a giant weird mammal, you know, but it, you know, that that was, that's why I got into movies, man, to be able to, you know, to pay to pay homage to with, with the same character, the Marx Brothers and you know Luke Costello and you know all that. So it was like, a, God, I, I, that's that's gonna be the best character I'll play for the rest of my life, probably. Um, Awesome. Okay, uh, a couple more questions. Uh, hey! All right, you got me. You got me. What is it? What's it? No, I just want to thank you. Uh, we're we. This is our last little, you know, suck of fun from uh, San Diego Comic Con. You're playing a suck of fun. You know what I mean? Like you only get to be here a few amount of days, and you guys are doing this late night show on Sunday. You're killing it. Uh, we're here on our honeymoon right now, and we're just having a blast. And uh, it's so great to see you guys and so great to be here. This was like one of the highlights we were looking forward to. And listen, um, the only thing I asked is uh, when she said yes to marry me, I realized I had to get my life together. So last Comic-Con, I weighed about 65 pounds more. And uh, the only thing I want to ask you, because you lost much weight. Listen, I'm sure you are a guy who has an eclectic, wonderful collection of T-shirts and uh, wardrobe and fun stuff that I've seen you dress in prior and now who you look like now. How did you decide? Like, what, you know, is there stuff you're hanging on to that, like, just in case? Or, I thought for sure you, you know what I mean? Like, because like, I, I lost all this weight. Yeah. <laughs> I lost all this weight and I got a big box of, yeah, you know, I had a lot of fun those years and maybe I'll fit into them. Or how how you living like that? I know you got a good wardrobe of fun stuff at Con. That's just so funny. You just gave me a great idea, actually. <laughs> I am going to now sign my old fat t-shirts <laughs> and give them away at Comic-Cons from now on. Because I'm never going back, man. I'm never getting fat again. <laughs> Next year, I'll be like fucking Brando. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, I'm glad I held on to all of those shirts because... Um, <laughs> goes around collecting them from the people he gave them to. Can I have my shirt back? <laughs> okay, that's fucked up. Uh, okay, we got five minutes left, so we only have a couple, like, two more questions, all right? Uh, the man with the broadsword. See, everybody starts their careers at different times. Like, some people start them child stars, and they move on, or you've got a lot of people who start in their 40s, and they become huge, so... Like, when was the moment for you guys where you're like, you know, we're going to actually go try this? It wasn't, they, no one found you. Like, it's very rare that somebody just finds you and say, hey, you should do this. But you guys had to make a choice at some point and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to put our time into this. So I'm just curious, when was that time and, like, how did it feel and what were you guys going for? Um, I was, uh, uh, it was senior year of high school, and that was where... Um, my friends and I, I mean, my, throughout high school, my friends and I, we made a bunch of films and we did a lot of stuff together. And that's where fight choreography, doing it the wrong way. For instance, we used to use a, one fight, we used powdered sugar and not like baby powder. We didn't account that when you sweat and powdered sugar is on your body. <laughs> so it's like sticky white goop all over us. What the? <laughs> it's like, trial and error, we learning. Learning sugar was cheap. Powdered sugar. It's like baby powder is so expensive. This powdered yeah. sugar is 50 cents. Uh, we learn about that. Uh, um, 
But it was it was it was then um, I I was uh, uh, I actually dropped out of high school with three weeks left, um, and uh, I was super afraid that if I went into college or tried to do anything afterwards, I would give myself sort of like a like a backup uh, a backup plan. So uh, I told my mom I'm like, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna drop out, you know, and she's like and she's like, well. Make sure you get a job. So I'm like doing construction from like 5 a.m. to like 2 or 3, and then I'm doing like like Craigslist films with people that have a camera and the script is in their head. Um, and uh, it's like, and then you say this. Yeah, it's like and I. Oh it's like, You have a script right here. I, I had that. Someone right here uh, pointed yes. to his head. They pointed to he pointed to his own brain. Yeah. And I did. No, I no, I did not. Um, but it was. Uh, uh, but you, you, you no, learned. I think he was really you asking you. It never happened. I promise. Um, no, but we. Uh, I'm so glad you answered my ad. <laughs> but he kept learning. He kept meeting new people, and he kept going from like like I'd meet the sound guy, and that's where I started going. And as a when, as a sound guy, I started uh, just paying attention to actors. But I never had a goal of being an actor. I had no. All I wanted to do was just work on films, work on TV. I had no. It didn't. I didn't care what I was doing. I still. I mean, now I care. I guess a little bit because the pay is significantly different. But I will say, um, I really. But I still do. I go to my friends' places and I still like move boxes for them and you know and I still do that because I love watching people create and 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 be where I was and and, and that. So, yeah, from the long time. Nice. <laughs> um, for me. I always knew I wanted to do something within entertainment, but I did the opposite. My parents were like, you're gonna go to college and you're gonna have something to fall back on. And in my mind, that was like, okay, what's well, something that's kind of entertainment-y, but not. So I went to school for broadcast journalism. Um, and that's kind of what led me to doing you know, G4 and all the hosting kind of stuff. Cause I was like, it's within the nerd space and I wanted to put positivity and joy into the world, which is why I didn't end up doing straight news. Cause I was like, it's a highlight if something bad happens. For That's like the goal for news reporting. And that was not what I wanted to do. I was like, I want to talk about video games. I want to talk about comics. Um, and then I was doing a little bit of acting on the side. And it just kind of got to the point where it was like, in any other job, there's a promotion. Like, you can move up and do something else and challenge yourself more. I, I think of myself in some ways as an adrenaline junkie because I like trying new things and challenging myself all the time. And it feels like that's what acting is for me now, where it's like, Every single part of me is awake when I'm acting. Um, for hosting, so much of it is I love people and I'm a curious person, so it feels like really natural for me to do that side of things. But for acting, it's so much of digging in, doing the research, finding out who the person is, and then being so present, as present as you possibly can. And I love, love, love that. So I think that I won't ever stop doing that because I do think you get to do so many different roles and you get to try different things and you know you can learn stunts you can learn how to fire a gun you can learn an accent there's so much stuff to do within that so for me it was being on set and just literally before I went up to shoot the movie I was like I've been on set for two weeks um, that was the longest and this job came up and I was like yes I got it and then I remember having this feeling of like holy effing shit what did I just get myself into I'm the number one on the call sheet. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, um, and then I got up there, and after the first day, I was like, I don't want to do anything else ever again. Like, it's, it's such an awesome experience, such a cool feeling, and such a good community of people when you're working on a good set. Awesome. Hey, did I miss anybody? Uh, everyone got a comic book and a, and a ticket, 40X ticket, right, that asked a question? No, no, I mean that asked a question, right? <laughs> Be honest. Uh, okay. So, wait, where's yours? So, yeah. what do you mean? Oh, 
Oh, how I got into it. Oh, yeah, man. I, um... Oh, wow. Yeah, I was, uh... My, my, my parents basically sat me in front of Looney Tunes when I was a kid. And I was watching it, and I just loved the comic timing from, that I learned from Chuck Jones. That guy was a genius. That was, he, was, they, he was, like, emulating Marx Brothers, and those guys are really smart. So with that guy as a teacher, <laughs> and then all of the, and then Mel Blank as doing all the different voices, just having that as a foundation, I'd, I'd watch Looney Tunes and I'd go off and I'd just be like, I want to do a million voices, you know? And, and, that, and then that was it. I would just do all the voices for my, for my family and make them laugh. And I was like, I want to do this forever. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, last question. All right, yes, Gryffindor. Yes, best house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff myself. You know, is that Gryffindor? It is. I, Sam, I, I don't need glasses. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Dan, your character is a muggle, and you're the very first main character muggle. How do you feel about that? Do you want to cast spells? Do you ever feel like, I want to be a wizard? Can it just give me a wand? You know, like, how do you feel about that and representing you know, all of us who are the muggles and want to be in that magical world? No, I think that... Yeah, he's, um, yeah, uh, nah, exactly. No, no, I, I, he's a, he's very s special character because, yeah, he's a muggle and, and I even said it, like the, the first, the first movie, the, the ad campaign had an improv that I, that you see me the clapping at the end, I want to be a wizard, you know, <laughs> they, they, that's true. I mean, that was Dan saying, man, I hope at some point in this franchise, you know, I was like put floating that out there. Hey, guys, I want to be a wizard. Uh, but uh, I hope that at some point you find out, because he's too lucky, you know? His, his heart's too big. His food's too delicious. You know? Anybody with a heart that big that, that can come out of war, World War I, and come out of there and still keep that sense of wanting to help their fellow man and make them happy and 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 spread love and I mean come on you gotta love a guy like that who like he went through hell and he's like man I just want to sell pastries now you know and uh, yeah so I mean does that answer your question okay good yeah I um I hope I, at some at some point in the future um, they're gonna he's gonna be able to or, or we'll find out because or or that he's like a like a like someone's grandfather or something you know there's a there's a Quidditch character named uh, named Quentin Kowalski okay so that's my last name Jacob's last name and uh, it's Queenie's like the male version of Queenie's first name. And the animals love me. So, right. So, who knows? I, I would love for him to be connected to, you know, Hagrid somehow. You know, that would be, uh, you know, long lost relative. I don't know. But uh, I, you may be onto something. It would be awesome. Um, I always wanted to play a young Hagrid. If they ever yeah! <laughs> I, want, I want Cooper to... Welcome I want, now. I want Cooper to play the Hawk King from Flash Gordon. That's what I want. I want to, you guys know what I'm talking about? Dive! Go 
Gordon's alive! <laughs> um, I love all you guys that are here. Yes, San Diego Comic-Con! I want to thank my guest, Cooper Andrews, thank you. Timothy Smith. Thanks, you guys. How wonderful were they? Oh, my God. I'm so happy I brought you guys up. Oh, God. I want to thank Bernie. Bernie. You're not Bernie. I'd like to thank Bernie for coming through, man. Thank you. Give Bernie a round of applause. I'd like to thank uh, hey, hey the sugar, the sugar house, sugar shack, the sugar factory. Hey, <laughs> Fire. Hey, Dan. For, for being Dan. so cool. Yeah. I want to thank you because in 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 the two years that we've been friends, you've always encouraged the creative process and encouraged following dreams in in everybody you know. And my dream is to do what we finally did this year and throw these mega, fully immersive, awesome nerd parties that are that are also nerd safe spaces built for us by us and for you to be a part of it and and part of that epic moment with dmc was legendary yeah. so thank you so much for all the encouragement and for being a part oh, of man, it he, you set it up man you said he, he also crushed he crushed huey lewis power of love oh, like wow, thank you, really crushed it so work on the playlist for next year yeah man. We'll figure that out but yeah. you were amazing and thank you so much for everything thank you bernie thank you comic on Drive safely. Oh, and if I give you a fish kill, if I give you a fish kill comic, uh, get a signature from me before you leave, and get a signature from Larry Blum. He also wrote it. All right, good night, guys. Have a great night. Stretch your senses beyond the screen. 40X is an immersive full sensory theater experience equipped with wind, fog, rain, scents, and a ton of effects to bring you into the story. <sighs> Feel the force vibrate with every lightsaber duel. Yeah! Feel the wind rip through a train heist. Yahoo! And every twist and turn on a high speed chase. Yeah! 40 XS Theaters in Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, Washington, D.C., and many more slated to open in a 40X theater near you soon.